Hello and welcome to Series 5 of Behind Closed Doors podcast series. I am Donnie Walford, the founder and managing director of Behind Closed Doors. In today's episode, we are speaking with Tammy Barton. Tammy is an Australian entrepreneur, business person and personal finance expert. She's the founding director of My Budget, a personal budgeting service based in Australia that aims to help people take control of their finances through budgeting and money management. She has won many awards, is passionate about helping people. You will be able to listen to her talking about her global expansion plans. So, Tammy, it is such a pleasure having you join us for our episode one of our season five of Women on the Move podcast. You are truly an amazing entrepreneurial legend. Isn't it funny at your age being called a legend? (laughs) Uh, But most people knowing you as the founder of My Budget, a business you created from your kitchen table and now the the business is such a trusted national success story. Congratulations to you, babe. So because of this success, I'm sure there has been many commercial challenges and obstacles and, of course, sheer hard work. So how crucial has persistence been to your success as a businesswoman and as an entrepreneur? Well, thank you, Donnie, for that lovely introduction. Persistence has been a hugely important trait to have. Growing a business over the last 22 years, there's been no shortages of challenges. Nothing tends to go smoothly in business and there's always bumps in the road and there there are times when things don't go as planned or when you feel like things seem to be working against you. And being persistent and that trait of persistence has really helped. And the reason persistence has helped is because I look at, especially in the early days, starting the business with different challenges popping up, just knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing really helped and the persistence helped. I transform people's lives every single day through transforming Mm. their money. And there is nothing more rewarding than that. Saving someone's marriage because they don't fight over money anymore or eliminating financial stress in their life really has such a big impact on people. And financial stress isn't usually a result of people being lazy or silly with their money. It's often the opposite. Most people are incredibly busy and hardworking and they get blindsided by some sort of sudden change in their life, like a job loss or a separation or a sickness, or the cumulative effects of overspending suddenly come crashing down on them. And that's when I think, gosh, we're making such a big difference in people's lives. We need to be persistent in the things that we're doing. We need to be persistent with our message. We need to just continue on, even though, especially in the early years, it was really difficult because there was new challenges coming up all the time. And it's that persistence, I think, and that relentless drive to want to help people has really seen me through some difficult challenges over the years. And was it difficult with people feeling embarrassed about their financial situation, Tammy, that they tended not to want to reach out to say I'm not coping with their financial security? Yeah, it's the feeling of of shame that I should have been doing better with my money. But as I said, people get blindsided by life and it's not that they aren't smart, hardworking people. It's that something's happened in their life and whatever it is has impacted their financial situation and people feel like I should be able to do this myself. But what I say is do you cut your own hair? 
we've had our bodies our whole life. Does that mean that we should know every single thing about them? We still see a doctor. We still go to Dr. Google when things in our bodies aren't working as well as maybe they should be. And just because we've had our bodies our whole life doesn't mean we're experts in it. And it's the same with finance. It's no different just because we've been expected to manage our own finances doesn't mean we're perfect at it or we're great at it even. And that's okay. My budget exists to take care of all of that for you. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. You focus on other parts of your life and just let us take care of managing your finances for you and helping you stay on track to achieving your financial goals. Because all of us in life, we have goals, whether or not we write them down and we map the plan, all of us have some sort of aspiration in us to say in five years or 10 years, I would like to be doing this. And having a goal without a plan is a bit like having a dream. So we help people map their plan to achieve their goals in life. And I think that's really important. And I say, let us do that. You don't have to worry about it. We've built the systems. We spent 20 years doing this. Yes. We get the result. (laughs) I bet you've had that, oh my God, you're an overnight success. And you've probably said, yes, it took me 20 years to be an overnight success. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's exactly right. And you hear that and it's true. And there's so many more people in this world that we can help. We want to be able to grow and expand globally. And in a way, I feel like we've still got so far to go yet we've come so far. You'll have constant challenges in that growth story as well, I I imagine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a number of your listeners who are small business owners, so they know this all too well. You're juggling so much. You're doing Mm. everything. You're making hardly any money. And I was making zero money for the first few years. You're working long hours. I was driving to people's houses at night to do appointments, whatever suited the client. And it was a constant juggle. You're juggling the business finances. You're juggling how much to invest in the business. And you're juggling finding the right people and getting the right advisors around you. And of course, one of the biggest challenges is you're always trying to attract new clients as well and of grow course. the business. And then you're trying to do that whilst delivering on all the things that you said that you would do for your existing clients. And so all of that is a constant juggle and you think, what is the reward at the end of the day? Because I know it's for me, it wasn't about the money. It was about contributing to society, changing someone's life. Mm. And that is actually what really got me through is going, well, I know the difference that I'm making in people's lives. So how can this not work? Just believe in yourself. Just believe in yourself. You'll get over these challenges. Which brings us back to always understanding what your why is, what your purpose is in business, isn't it? So when you've got such a strong passion for helping others, as you say, how can you go wrong? I think there's a lot of attributes that make someone successful in business. And one of them is being a good communicator. I think that is so important. And it's not only to your clients, but also to your team and to your partners and everyone that you're doing business with being clear and getting your message across concisely and being able to communicate what your value proposition is really simply. I think the best communicators say the least, to be honest. They are able to distill things down and keep things stupidly simple and make things easy to understand. And in that sense, I think less is more. I mean, I think being a good communicator helps you to influence others and it helps you to bond with others. And I think communication is really vital. You also need to be really good at decision-making and problem-solving, being able to analyze issues or problems and make sound decisions and overcome any problems. That's a really important trait to have, being enthusiastic and passionate about what it is that you do. For me, when I see that enthusiasm and that passion, that gives you the drive to keep going and you have job satisfaction and that's really important as well. Dealing with difficult situations, they arise all the time in business. 
stress. And so therefore you need to have a high stress tolerance. I listened to this podcast actually the other week and I don't know whether I can swear on this podcast, but he said it's <laughs> how much, I'll use the word crap, how much crap can you deal with? It's your tolerance to deal with that. And I think that's true. If you let every little thing bother you, you're not going to want to do it for long. And learn to laugh at yourself and situations because there'll always be something, as you said. But one of the things I thought of in my coming up through the executive ranks, uh, particularly in banking, was don't sweat the small stuff. There's a whole lot of big stuff to sweat. Just don't sweat all the small stuff. Exactly, Donnie. And I think you learn that over time. You learn not to be worried about certain things and there's some things that you need to spend more time on and not necessarily worry about them, but come up with solutions for the problems. But yeah, and you said laugh at yourself. And I, I love that because it kind of leads into just being also self-aware, knowing what you're good at, what you're not so good at, and then being able to triple down on the things that you are good at. And like you say, just nobody's perfect. Laugh at yourself if you make a mistake and just go, oh, okay. <laughs> I should have known better, but I didn't. We all know that we all grow much more when we make mistakes and learn from those. I guess it's if we don't learn from making mistakes that, and as you mentioned, being self-aware is really critical. I think it's a great trait to have. And even if you think you're self-aware, there's lots of exercises that you can do, whether it be, I've done some 360 profiling, your view of yourself might be one thing, someone else's view might be another, your superior might think of you differently. It's about getting that full 360 degree view and going, where do my strengths lie and where are my weaknesses? And just, you don't know what you don't know. And you may think you're a great communicator and other people can't understand a word you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And you're making it too complicated. And as you said, just keep it simple. And And I remember years ago being told that journalists are taught to write for 14-year-olds so that everyone can understand what they're writing. And I thought that was always a good thing to remember. I completely agree. And I'll often say that to people at my team, at my budget. I'll say, imagine that it's someone on their first day that knows nothing about my budget reading this. Have you distilled it down simply enough for someone to understand? Assume that no one knows anything about my budget and what we do. And then they should be able to just get in and do it by reading what you've written. Yeah, that, that's, that's a really good tip, babe. So my budget is a tangible example of how you have created your own success. Do you consider my budget as your greatest achievement or are there other aspects of your life that you feel equally define your success? I'm certainly proud of my budget. I really am. I'm proud of everyone in my team and the difference that we get to make in people's lives. Would I say it's my greatest achievement? I think that combined with, you know, raising a family, doing it while having young kids and raising those kids to be decent human beings as well, who also want to and do contribute as well to society positively. You just want to raise good humans at the end of the day. And I think I'm doing that. And my youngest one got question marks there, but... Your youngest one Um, might listen to this podcast. I'll give her a complex. She's a firecracker. She challenges us in different ways, but she's definitely contributing positively. And I think all of that combined in my marriage or marriages and friendships, they're all, I think all of that contributes to all things that I'm really proud of and that I feel I have achieved a lot in all those different spaces. But I certainly don't look at any of those things and go, I'm perfect in this, I'm perfect in that. It's none of those things are perfect, but I think they're all pretty great. So I think all of those things roll up to feeling you have a successful life. 
it's not all about business because you can tick too far into and that happens like at certain times you have to put a lot more into business because it demands that of you and sometimes your marriage or your children demand that of you and you have to change your focus but at the end of the day I think all of those things combined is what adds up to having a successful life not just the business success. That's wonderful, Tammy, and I'm not surprised that you said both your business and your family are equally. So what's the most important lesson you've learned in your career and why? What's the one thing that you've learned and it's been that important and that you remember it and, and why? I think it would be trust your inner compass and by that vague feeling of knowing something without knowing exactly why or how, whether you call it your professional judgment or your intuition or your gut instinct or whatever it is. I think for me, because I do know my business so intimately and I was young when I started, so there were many times when I would listen and take advice from people far more experienced, even though I thought in my gut, oh, that doesn't sound right. Or maybe it sounds too good to be true. And it's a consultant or a partner. And my instinct says, I don't know that's going to work. Almost every time when I don't listen to or ignore that instinct, that gut instinct or that intuition or that inner compass, it has led me to making bad decisions. And we all make bad decisions. And I think by trusting your inner compass, we certainly can't, especially in today's day and age, we do not have the time to analyze, thoroughly analyze every single decision we have to make. Look at all the options and all the alternatives. So you have to rely on what information you have and then some of your own business judgment or your intuition or your that inner compass. And because we can't sit around overanalyzing every decision, we have to make decisions in a timely manner and we have to just use the information that we've got and use our intuition and make a decision. And I certainly think, you know, if something doesn't seem right, it probably isn't. And just listen to it. It's not always 100% correct, but don't ignore it altogether. That's probably my lesson is just trust in it a little more. And I think as I've gotten older and more experienced as well, I do listen to it and I pay attention as opposed to ignoring it. And I was going to say exactly the same thing, Tammy. The older I got, the more years in business, the more I realised that I did the same as what you said. The, when I didn't listen, I made mistakes. And 99% of the time, you're going to make that right decision based on that intuition, that inner compass. So I totally concur that it got stronger as I got older and I listened to it a lot more. And I agree. That's been my experience. And if you think about it, our mind is continuously receiving and processing information that we're not even consciously aware of. And then if you think about it, sometimes where your best ideas or new thoughts come from, it's in those states, those meditative type of states where I'm getting a massage or I'm walking the dog and, or I'm in the shower. Yes, <laughs> all and, those key you know, spots like, where we get time to think. <laughs> yeah, and you go, ah, oh, subconsciously that stuff's been there, but you've got to pay attention to it and listen to it is what I'd say. So, yeah, it would be trust you in a compass. Yeah, no, I love it. So my final question to you, if you could turn back time uh, to the 22-year-old Tammy who started my budget at a kitchen table, what would you tell her today? Wrap yourself in. It's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> oh, you're wonderful, Tammy. I just love you to death, darling. I, thank you so much for being our guest today. You are indeed on a wild ride and going global now with your business is going to get even wilder. So we wish you every single success, Tammy. Thanks, Donnie. It was great to talk to you. Thanks for listening to Women on the Move, the Behind Closed Doors podcast. 
Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. To find out more about Behind Closed Doors, visit www.behindcloseddoors.com where you can find the full range of membership options. Women on the Move was recorded on Ghana lands and is a narrative network audio production.